From props to parlays to totals and spreads, it's time for Odds and End Zones, a feature of the Fans First Sports Network. It's time to sweat it out. Here's your hosts, Ian St. Clair and Adam Malnati. Adam, everyone is in a tizzy over Sean Payton yelling on the sideline. Yeah. Because Denver media sucks and we need drum. drum. So who who cares? So that'll be the end of this of that of that for what happened on the sideline. Like yeah. who cares? I, I mean, I, let's move on. If you played sports, you got yelled at. I I remember one of my coaches in high school like following me out to the mound as I was getting ready to pitch uh and and like literally screaming at me on the mound for throwing my helmet which I didn't do by the way and what did I do well I just I just started pitching cuz what else could I do cuz that's what happens sometimes like what a bunch of babies anyway I uh, I think though what it is indicative of is the fact that Sean Payton sees some of the holes that this team still has we all saw them against the Lions. I don't think there's a single person that didn't see them. But we ta- we have been talking about this for weeks now. Seven and two in the last nine games, and, and they're very likely to make the playoffs. Last I checked, they're on pace for seven and two. Now, had they beat the Lions, it would have been a lot nicer because you don't have to go three and oh down the stretch. But was this not a loss that was kind of like, yeah, this is this is one of those probably a lost situations, but we all got so excited and we were feeling so good and all oh, the playoffs and, ah, 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 ah. oh yeah. I mean, it happens. They, they lost it's a week to week league. I mean, it, we, we have seen, we just saw drew Locke beat the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Good for drew. So many in Broncos country just just guffaw, you know just just fawning all over. Well, what would the where would the Broncos be if Drew Locke was there? They'd be worse. They'd be worse. But good for Drew and and good for them. And it and you're exactly right. It's a week to week league, and every week's a different week, and every place is a different place to play. The Lions at home indoors. I, I mean, what are we talking about here? Of course, they were going to have a, a better chance of winning. I, it wasn't a lot. Uh, yes, I predicted a win. I believe you predicted it. we were all because we were all so excited. We we're all so excited. And then, you know, reality kicks in and you go, oh, yeah, that's right. This team is still flawed. There are still things about it that are not. It's it's not a Super Bowl contending team unless they get those turnovers, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, the the the, the t- I like the word the use of the word tizzy there. I think that was well done. I just think it's such a waste of time. And I feel like we devoted too much time to it on this podcast. And you mentioned the playoffs. Let's not forget that the Houston Texans lost to the New York Jets. That was nice. That was nice. It was a good thing. And uh, while last weekend, nothing went the way of the Broncos. It was kind of incredible. Like they... They lost to Detroit. The Bengals came back and beat the Vikings in a game they were losing and should have lost. The Browns somehow, I mean, I don't think anyone listening to this expected the Bears to beat the Browns, but there was a shot. Uh The Titans, after beating the Dolphins, 
looked so inept against the Texans. But here's the thing. And if you want to have some fun, anyone listening to this, go to the New York Times playoff predictor. You may have to do it on your phone. It's hit and miss if you try to get it onto your computer because they want you to sign up. And I get it. I was a media guy. I'm not going to pay the New York Times to do the playoff predictor. But I was a, and I told you this because that's what everyone is focused on is the playoffs. First and foremost, the Broncos have to win out. So if you go to that predictor, they went out and they should win out. They should beat the Patriots, Chargers, and Raiders. Right now it sits at 23%. They went out, it jumps up to 80. And then you can play around with different scenarios throughout the games that are played and all that. And I came up with probably the most realistic, and I put this to you in our MHR Slack, and that is other things that need to happen. So the Broncos went out. Week 16, Colts beat the Falcons. Absolutely should happen. That, that should happen. The Falcons terrible. So terrible. Browns beat the Texans. That, yeah. Browns should beat the Texans. Yeah, I can see that. Especially if C.J. Stroud is playing, because that defense is legit. Like, it will be able to stop the Houston Texans because they don't have healthy receivers. Buccaneers beat the Jags. That's a horrible matchup for Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So those three things. Week 17, one thing needs to happen. Chiefs beat the Bengals, which Should. will happen. Should, yeah. They're, they're in Kansas City. Kansas like 99%. City. Yeah, yeah. 99%, that's going to happen. They can't beat the Chiefs with Joe Burrow. They're not going to do it with Jake, whatever his name is. Jake, Jake Browning? Is that Jake Browning? There you go, Jake Browning. And then two things need to happen week 18. Colts beat the Texans. Possibly. Ravens beat the Steelers. I prob- Well, that all depends on uh, how hard the Ravens play. If they've got everything locked up. If they've got everything locked up, they may not. Uh... It's, that's, a ri- that's a rivalry. That is, there is no way they're not going to go full out and beat the Steelers. Legitimately, there's no way Baltimore is going to rest people against their arch rival in the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially if they have a bye, which they more than likely will. You know, it's interesting as we sit here and we talk about this, I I just, this thought pops into my head and I don't, I I almost don't want to say it because it, I feel like it sounds defeatist because that's not how I intend it. And so I don't want people to take this as uh, an excuse or uh, a diminishing of, of what should or could or would happen. But if 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 I asked you at one in five, is this team going to make the playoffs? The answer is no. This team is horrible. They need to lose every single game and go get Caleb Williams and and you know and 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 reset everything. I mean that's that's where everybody was. And then after that, they go on this run, and now we're all sitting here talking about a potential playoff run, a potential uh, the potential of getting into the playoffs. And I, I, I guess my point is, 
I don't know how we can be disappointed in this season based off of the way that it started. And I will say, based off of the way that they continue to play in certain areas. The Denver Broncos still struggle in certain areas that, to me, are the mark of a team that isn't quite there, that is not really ready to contend. Uh, the, the quarterback struggles, I, I think, are, are over-exaggerated because of the contract, which I, I find it fascinating when uh, people who make um, a, a fraction, just an absolute fraction of what these guys make, complain about how much money they make and how, well, you should be performing better because of how much money you make. Like, I couldn't care any less than I already do about how much money a football player makes because it doesn't matter. It just it just doesn't matter. So that that always drives me crazy. But the the rest of it, the the fact that Javante Williams has looked bad, he doesn't seem to be where he, he has. He's was. been bad. He's been bad. The the fact that the defense still isn't tackling, that's that's a problem. The fact that without turnovers, this team doesn't win games. That that's a problem, because while turnovers are nice and you can make them sort of a part of who you are as a core, if it doesn't happen, if you get a team that's really good with ball security and doesn't let go of it, you're you're going to struggle. There are there are holes. The the Broncos are your typical Swiss cheese, right? Pretty solid most of the way, but there are holes that can be exploited. So to get so wrapped up into it and feel like I I, I don't know, I, I I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, you know what? I don't care what happens. I mean, I do. I want them to make the playoffs, but I'll probably be pretty much like, okay, the the trajectory is so much better now than it has been for the last seven years I I don't know how I can get all worked up and complain about it but that's maybe I'm just I'm maybe I'm rationalizing too soon and I just need to hope that they went out and make the playoffs and then I don't have to you know sound like I'm giving up already the thing that drives me nuts are the people who say so what even if they do make the playoffs Mm. that pisses me off to no end. Have you not been paying attention to the last seven seasons where they haven't been in contention, where they haven't had a chance to make the playoffs? This is a legitimate shot at making the playoffs. I just laid out a legitimate shot. If those things happen, and it's not unrealistic for those things to happen, it's not a pie in the sky. Oh my God, all these scenarios need to happen. These are legitimate, realistic things that can happen for the Broncos to make the playoffs. When that happens, it jumps up to 97% for the Broncos to make the playoffs if those things that I listed off earlier happen. I don't understand the fans who say, so what? They're not going to be able to make the Super Bowl. There's only one way to make the Super Bowl, and that's to qualify for the freaking playoffs. It's like step. I would rather have a team. I would rather have a team make the playoffs, and they may get embarrassed in the wild card round. That that may very well happen. I would rather them get embarrassed in the playoffs than being embarrassed and historically bad not making the playoffs, which is where this franchise has been. For seven seasons, I would say you could say eight. Could say eight because it's been eight seasons. Because but, yeah, the last time they were in, the, yeah, 
Yeah, it's been eight years since they were in the playoffs. That eight and so, eight season after the after they won the Super Bowl wasn't so embarrassing. Now that we look back on it from from our vantage point of hindsight, but but I get where you're going. I just that that defeatist mindset is what will set me off to no end because I want to be excited. I want to look at this playoff projector and think this is a legitimate shot for the Broncos to do this. And it is. Yes. I have a futures bet on the Broncos to make the playoffs Same. as do you, but that's beside the point. It would be nice to get that little extra payoff. I want to be excited about this team again and have them make the playoffs. I want to experience Wild Card Weekend again. Because Wild Card Weekend and Divisional Weekend are arguably two of the best weekends in sports. Because it's one game, three games for the Wild Card. You have two games, two games, and then a Monday night game. Divisional Weekend, it's two and two. And it's one game. You don't have to bounce around and watch other games. I want to experience that again. I don't care if they get blown out in Kansas City or Buffalo or Miami, which I don't think Miami is going to make the playoffs, but we can get into that discussion later. Okay, then. All right, we'll put a pin in that. All right, okay. Well, all of this discussion is nice, but it doesn't matter. Or Jacksonville. That actually wouldn't surprise me. They didn't start 8-3, and but they've collapsed. Uh, The that none of this matters unless they beat the Patriots on Christmas Eve. And that is hundred percent. That is where we are at now. And so I'm going to jump us right into our keys to the game because I've already talked about mine a few times. Uh, and that is the turnover battle and it's, and it's getting turnovers. What, what the Broncos have proven over the course of the last, I don't know, however many games it's been since this all started, it's too many for me to count. Cause I don't count good, but they've proven that they have to take the ball away. They have to generate turnovers. If they don't generate turnovers, they don't win games. That's that's the bottom line because they struggle with tackling. So you, you know they're going to give up give up good play big plays. They 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 don't have, I guess, the explosive offense that allows them to just score and score and score. They need as many chances as they can get. Shorter fields are better. So those turnovers and winning the turnover battle allows them to have those opportunities. What did we see against the Lions? They didn't get turnovers. They didn't win the game. If they don't get turnovers against the Patriots, it's going to be a slugfest, and it's and it's a toss-up to me whether they win or not. So to me, it's turnovers, win the turnover battle, get turnovers, make make them turn the ball over, turn the ball over, don't turn the ball over, keep the football, and then make them turn it over. That's the key. And to me, the Broncos should win this game. The Patriots are bad. They they have a they have a decent defense. Okay. They're they're a bad football team. The Broncos should win this game. And they'll be motivated. They're playing at home after a three-game road trip. But to me, it, it my key to the game is going to be the key the rest of the season. Win the line of scrimmage. The Denver Broncos got absolutely manhandled by the Detroit Lions Exposed. up and down the field on both sides of the field. And the fact that the Broncos' offensive line got owned the way it did by Detroit. Detroit has a decent front seven. It's not great. So that was somewhat surprising. And you mentioned the turnovers. To me, the Broncos lost the game 
when Russell Wilson fumbled on the opening drive. That set the stage for the rest of the game. If the Broncos score on that drive, Detroit's going to be back on its heels. And the game is completely different. I'm not blaming that fumble on Russ. I just think Aaron Glenn and the Detroit Lions had a really good scheme for the Broncos offense to send the blitzers that they did. And by the way, why did Vance Joseph stop blitzing? That's a good question. Why did he go away from what worked against the Chargers? That's a great question. I I mean, Vance Joseph looked like Vance Joseph. Hmm. But to me, they have to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. I mean, it it makes perfect sense. And you know what I think is funny is as we kind of get into this and we start to talk about players to watch because you brought up the blitzing. Part of the reason we talked about Jaquan McMillan and PJ Locke as our players to watch last week against the Lions was because of all of the blitzing that was being done by Vance Joseph with players like Locke and, and McMillan. And for whatever reason, Vance Joseph decided to go away from that. And maybe there was something schematically that he saw, uh, but but it was a bad choice in my opinion. And it was one of those things where like, I, I mean, I wrote an article about it. I was all fired up about those guys in the, in the week that they could possibly have. And then they, I mean, they didn't do anything, not a single thing that I saw them do where I was like, Oh, I'm really glad I chose them as my players to watch. So uh, kind of an interesting decision in Vance in, by Vance Joseph to go away from that. Like, I don't know what about Jared Goff makes you think don't blitz. Uh, maybe he's got, you know, quick release. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what, what the choice was there. It was a bad choice in my opinion. I'm just a mediocre white guy talking about football though. So there's that. Um, terrible, terrible joke. Uh, do we have any players to watch this week? I guess I'll just kind of jump into that since I mentioned it. I mean, it ties into my key to the game. So I'm just going to go for both sides of the ball, defensive line on defense offensive line on offense i like it and it would be nice it'd be nice to have some pressure on bailey zappy if you're if he is going i think he's more than likely going to be the quarterback again probably for bill belichick pressure him yeah get up in his face let, let him know you're there that kind of stuff interesting um i'm gonna go with uh i'll, I'll go with a specific person on defense let's say I don't know, Zach Allen, you talk about pressure. I'll go with a specific guy because, you know, it'd be nice to get some pressure up the middle if, if that's at all possible. Um, so so that we'll go there with that. And then on offense, uh, I, I would say Javante Williams, but uh, I, he's been bad recently. I, I don't understand that. I mean, he was the type of guy, and I, I do understand it, right? He's still coming back from that knee injury. I think we all should be aware of that. Um so, you know, you know, it's it's a tricky spot. I'll go with Russ. Watch Russ. Why not? I mean, a- according to some in the media, maybe you're one of your the last uh, opportunities to watch him because some people think he's going to be gone after this season. I I don't see it, but I don't see it. I, I mean, whatever you do you. And he hasn't been that bad. That's that's what he drives me nuts. That, about his numbers com- I whatever. It's just people complaining to complain. I will say the one thing that Bill Belichick does, and he has continued to do it, they take away your top weapon. So the Broncos are going to have to find a way to move the ball through the air. That's not Cortland Sutton. Because they'll double him. They'll, they'll do whatever they can 
to limit the plays that Cortland Sutton makes. So if there's ever a game for Jerry Judy to prove he's not a jag, this is it. Today would be that would that this Christmas Eve. Uh, we need a Christmas Eve miracle from Jerry Judy, if if you will. So that's kind of um I don't know how good I feel about that. <laughs> but but I digress. You got a score prediction? Before we do that, since sure. we're a betting show. We oh that's right. We, draft, we do that. DraftKings DraftKings has the line at the Broncos a six point favorite. Whoa. I feel like that's too much. Six points. I don't is feel a lot. like it's enough. Really? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The Patriots are bad. They are a yeah. bad football team. Yeah, but their defense is okay. I don't know. I have to think about that because because I've got a is score written. I've got a score written down, and it does it does not fit with what you just said. Come on. Thinking about that, I mean, obviously you take the under. I take the under every time the Broncos play. It's been it's been good to me. It is thirty four. The under's been better, better good to me. So I, I will take the under if you're if you're wondering. Um, yeah, I, I got a score prediction. You got one. You want to, want me to give mine first? Go for it. All right, I I got this as a Broncos win. I, I think you're right. The Pats are bad, uh, but it's close. Thirteen to nine. Thirteen nine. A Christmas Eve miracle. 31 to 10. Whoa. Broncos. That's twice you got me. You got me with the six, then you got me with the score. I knew you were going Broncos there, but 31 to 10. That's the over. This should not, it should not be a close game. The Patriots are a bad football game. They're a bad football team. They're on the road. The Broncos are at home. They have the chance to make the playoffs coming off of a weekend where they got their ass kicked and were embarrassed on national television. They're going to want to do the same to Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And I think they give everyone a very happy way to head in to Christmas Day. As as Santa flies over and delivers a gift to Broncos country. I think that would be great. Okay. All right. Well, I prefer your score to mine, but they're both a win, so I'll take it. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and take a, do a whip around the league here. Let's. Uh, we've we've already kind of done it, right? We've already looked at uh, the games that sort of impact the Broncos. You talked about that when you did your simulator uh, with the Colts and the Falcons and the Browns and the Texans and uh, the the Bengals are playing the Steelers. I don't know if that matters, but sure, why not? You get the Bills and the Chargers. Uh, that's a big one if we're sticking in the AFC West, which we have uh, a tendency to do. Uh, and then the Jags and the Bucks, those are all games that we need to keep our eye on. Is there a, a game that we haven't talked about that sticks out to you that you do think we should be paying attention to? Cowboys Dolphins. I, I think the Dolphins are going to get embarrassed because they can't beat good football teams. And the fact that the Bills are eight and six and they close their season out against the Miami Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins are going to win a game the rest of the season. Whoa, They're going to that... lose to the Cowboys, lose to the Ravens, lose to the Bills. Whoa. They're not going to make the playoffs. You, you just hit me with another whoa moment. I feel like Joey from uh, from Blossom. That's a, that is an old person reference, by the way. So. Yeah, that, that That is our generation's whoa. reference. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't, and I another didn't Florida coming. team, another Florida. I mentioned this. The Jags aren't going to make the playoffs either. 
that one doesn't that does not and, garner a Joey woe from me. That's more of a yeah, I could see that because they have just been tumbling, just tumbling. It's been bad. And and Trevor Trevor Lawrence is either hurt or he's not good they because he about has his, not played well. They talked about his him being injured in the in their last game. I remember there was mention of him still still recovering. I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, he doesn't look right. I will say that he doesn't look right. You know, you know who uh, who I hope looks right coming come next week is actually you know I hope, hope Russ looks right. I, I I just realized I just saw this. It just you know as I'm looking at the schedule, Ravens Niners on Monday night, Christmas. The NFL's giving us a yeah. Who's who's not excited about that? That'll be your Super Bowl preview. <laughs> <laughs>